0: BeckficMedia.com presents Beyond the Wall, a Game of Thrones podcast, with hosts E.G. Holyfield, Christiana Ellis, Chuch, Viv, and Nuchas. Well, hey everybody, and welcome to uh, a special uh, post-episode viewing of Game of Thrones uh, Beyond the Wall reaction show. Uh, we're doing this tonight because a) we suspected some of the wonderful things that happened in tonight's episode was going to happen. Uh, B) we are we are traveling to Balticon this weekend, so uh, um, and a lot of us are traveling Thursday, so yeah. didn't want Wednesday night to be a uh, uh, you know three hour fest on the uh, online. <laughs> so uh, we decided to do this tonight. I am joined. Hopefully, by everybody in the next couple of minutes. Nutty isn't with us yet, but uh, I think she will be joining us. Uh, we have Chooch and Viv and Christiana. How are you guys doing? Everybody's everybody's good. I think.
1: Good, good. Yeah,
2: yeah, doing Very good. Good. Uh, good for me
1: uh, too. That we uh, um, are skipping the Wednesday show uh, this week because it's also the season finale for Survivor on yes, Wednesday. The two-hour season um, finale. They usually do it on Sunday, and they didn't this year for reasons I don't know. But uh, So, yes, I would miss that, and it, I'm literally going to have to record our talking about Survivor finale Thursday morning before I leave for the airport because that is literally the only time oh before the following week oh, that we'll man. be able to do it.
0: Well, and then we also have what's even more important this week, which is uh Christiana's release of uh Space Casey. Space
1: Casey 2! Uh, that's no big deal. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's no big
0: deal. No,
3: very big deal.
1: Well, I've I've at the very least I've got the the episode that's coming out Tuesday, I've got that ready to go. So um Awesome.
2: We kinda heard it already and it kinda yeah. kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might be biased, but Yes, we did. Um, so, what was the name of the episode tonight? I forget.
2: The Mockingbird. Very good. And
0: uh, now we know why. Uh, a Peter heavy episode and uh, and probably for the first time uh, ever, just, just loved every second of him on screen. Uh, sometimes... <laughs>
1: The funny thing uh, is, is uh, it actually wasn't a Peter Heavy episode. I mean, obviously it was a big and yeah. uh, a big impact. deal when it happened, but he was. It, it it took us until like the last ten minutes of the episode before we even saw him. Yeah, I it's
0: yeah. probably it true. was. Uh, you're right. Uh, yeah, the last. Uh,
1: it was a humdinger, last, though.
0: Last eight or nine minutes was was in the
1: in he the. Lysa uh, made an impact, you might say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wonderful, yeah. wonderful such heads down such- there. Uh, Separated oh, from her body, just uh,
2: looking at nothing. Blue
0: eyes, all looking good.
2: huge <laughs> can you? Do you think that you can um, replicate the face you made oh. as Lisa? Like when you realized that you he kinda... threw her down the door. You, you! <laughs> I swear like, to God, what? it was like the record skip. What? It was just, <laughs> there was so much that went on in the episode that it, it just—I felt so bad for him because it was like. <laughs> I mean, the hot pie, the, the that hot pie cool. scene. Oh, yeah.
1: did he not and he had an actual pot pie!
2: Yeah. They had actual pot pie, and he, <laughs> did you see the bread he made for Arya the yeah. start? Yes, the wolf was I so much better. For you know. And then the little, I mean, because it was, you know, I was kind of like when, when Podrick, going back in the scene a little bit, when they're talking and Podrick is saying, I don't think you should mention Sansa's name, it draws attention, and it was honestly. I thought, yeah, that's really good fucking advice. That's that's good advice to give her. And then, <laughs> but when she meets Hot Pie and he gives her the bread for Aria, and then it's like, hmm, now who said what? You know, it was it was yes. cute, but it was still mm-hmm. good advice that that
1: Pod gave her. Well, and, it is and, and it I, isn't. I think they have to be discerning. But the yeah. problem is, if they're looking, yeah, for the Star Girls, they have to. They well, have rumors, right? I, I mean, you can't just not tell yeah. anybody. How would they find anyone? Right. That it's
2: just—it's right. just like this beautiful little moment where you have Hot Pie and you've got Brienne and Podrick, who are such good people, and they're the people that you want to discover. And mm-hmm. I almost wish that they had said, "Hey, don't say a fucking word to anybody else. This is life-changing for her. We're going to go rescue her. Don't tell anybody else this story. If anybody asks." They're full mm. of shit. Don't believe them. But it was just like they were the perfect two people to stroll in there, looking for Stark daughters, mm-hmm. and be told that one is probably that was thought dead is probably with the other one. And it's <laughs> you know, it was so cool.
0: Yeah.
2: Very and, and
0: tying back to our conversation that we had last week or two weeks ago, the humor worked perfectly for me and all those scenes where I thought some things were, some things were forced with Brienne and Podrick. Yeah. Uh, I I just uh, liked all of it. I mean, there was nothing that I have no complaints. I'm not grumpy. I might as well get of of grumpy.
1: It's it was, always do the reaction show because it doesn't give you time to come up with all your things. things. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, But, I mean,
2: in fairness, it was a really great episode yeah. in so yeah. many ways. I mean, it had one of the scenes that I feared the absolute most in seeing, and it was the scene where Oberon tells and the story of the first time they meet. Mm. and I'm jumping all over the place because I didn't take notes. I was told I didn't have to, <laughs> but um, you know, when he's, when Oberyn visits Tyrion in the cell mm-hmm. and he tells the story of first meeting him, it was one that I so was, I knew that it was going to break my heart seeing Peter mm-hmm. Dinklage react as Tyrion to that story, and it just, yeah. God damn, oh, he brought it.
3: The build up, well, and I will be your champion. Oh the my son God. Behind him like,
2: oh. Mm-hmm. And, and and yep. I didn't think that they were going to be able to top the scene that Jamie and Tyrion had cuz that was a pretty fucking amazing scene, you know. It, it like it didn't even even though Jamie doesn't have a right hand, it's like it never occurred to Tyrion that my brother will save me, you know. It'll be fine. He's he's fighting left-handed now. It's cool. And then <laughs> to find out, wait, what? You can't? Oh shit. Well, it'll still be funny to see Dad's face, you know. Mhm. Oh, so I'm sorry. I'm just all over the map. <laughs>
0: no, it's fine. That's why we—that's this perfect, perfect uh, vehicle for this type of uh, discussion. So, um, the uh, uh, one of the things I was—I was, I was going to just uh, start out with is the idea that people that have read the books, you know, having problems with certain things that they do in the show. Hopefully, there isn't a lot of that this time because every everything that was pulled. You know, from the books, of course. There's different things mm-hmm. in, in in the show, in the episode, but yes. the things they did pull, I thought that they were just even, you know, lines that they may have changed or whatever. I just thought it was very well done. Yeah, um, yeah. That that mm-hmm. scene was just incredible. That you were just saying the Oberyn uh, Tyrion scene oh, just all God, the way goodness. through was 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 great. Um, I called it. Know.
2: Yes. Wait. What did you call?
0: Oberin versus called, the Mountain.
2: You did you yeah, called I Oberyn did. versus the Mountain. You all, you also called Braun versus um, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Well, Oberyn yeah versus as, the
1: Mountain was one of the matchups you said you you would like to see and, and, <sighs> and.
2: Ooh, yep. I was worried because I think it was uh the end of last season that they actually showed a clip of or maybe it was a trailer leading up to this season that they showed the clip of Oberyn in the in the um in the
0: fighting pit or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah the ring, the battle ring or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. fighting this gigantic monster of a man, and I was like, total fucking spoiler, HBO, fuck you. <laughs> but when, but when you know, like when Oberon made the offer, Chooch was surprised. It looked like I mean, you hoped yeah, yeah, for yeah. it, but did you well, expect I, it to take that? T- like, how did that scene the, hit you?
3: The moment he showed up in front of Tyrion, I knew. Yeah like
2: oh all right it's on you know yeah there was this moment i looked over at him and he's like oh, really like this like we're really at the circus ma you know he was like all excited it was so cute and i was like yeah we're at the circus babe Ew. it was really it, It's like seeing that hit him it was really yeah. cool it was like remembering the first time i read it it was like wow you know you get this story and you you just your heart is just uh, like bleeding on the floor for Tyrion and then Mm-hmm. Over and just sweeps in. Well, especially after fantastic. the
3: conversation with Braun, when I thought, okay, so he is out of the picture. He- yeah,
0: and that well, was that was a great scene as well. That
2: was such yeah. a yeah. fantastic scene, perfectly, yeah. perfectly executed. I think.
1: And we had talked about um, the possibility that Braun had turned, just simply he'd been paid off to, you know, to go another way. And I liked that this was more complex than that like yeah
4: yeah
1: the idea that oh sure yeah i took their money that's fine but that does that's not why yeah you know it's it's kind of like i i i wish that this was something that i could do for you mhm but it's too much it,
2: it, yeah. it's the mountain mhm you know yeah. the, the, ma- the, it's the <laughs> one guy that everybody, well, I guess there's like three or four guys that people <laughs> would really piss their pants to face, and he's probably number one on
1: that list. Yeah, oh, yeah. speaking of which, I like the new guy.
4: Yeah! yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> Shit, he sold it. I mean, that scene, that like the intro scene where he's like, you know, doing his little
1: ginseng dive demonstration. (laughs) I love your sound effect there. (laughs) Disco
3: mountain.
2: It
0: was kind
2: of a pew pew, but like, you know, still hurts. Oh no, I get
1: it. I love it.
0: (laughs) Except for the fact that he looks 10 years younger than, than well, yeah, but that's okay.
3: Wow. Anders had a rough go of it.
0: Yeah. You're not going to look the same, but, uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, if you are uh, watching live, uh, if you are on YouTube, uh, you can go over to uh, our uh, Google Hangout page, and we've got a Q&A up there. I know there's uh, at least two or three viewers in there that are. Uh, uh, you love me. Thank you.
2: You weren't supposed to see that. That was a message <laughs> to somebody else.
0: Well, I had you like, in focus. No, so you're you did like,
2: not. No, like I thought know? I was little. <laughs> I got you on there. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> that was for Jets. So oh, fuck you, PG. That wasn't for you. That was for Jet. <laughs> okay.
0: Anyway, uh, but there's Q&A app over on the, on Google. Um,
2: Sorry, listeners. There's
0: a, a couple of viewers out there right now, and uh, uh, we'll keep going here. The um, um, I did like... Says walk out into the
2: oh my god
0: whatever the sleigh pit or whatever yeah. who knows what mm. it was and there's a slave pit in King's Landing yeah. the idea <laughs> that he, he's using these I guess criminals that he's mm. got let's out there, hope or,
2: let's hope, hope they knows. weren't just soldiers or you know
1: guards well or they, or they or were all in like rags and looked like they'd yeah. probably been in dungeons or something yeah. for a while so yeah.
0: his own special way of Clearing out the dungeons. <laughs>
2: wow! In one in um, one big bloody squishy sweep.
0: <laughs> gets get some real training that way. Oh
1: my God! Well, and just like like the guy who goes mercy and he throws down the weapon and he's bending down and, and just no hesitation. It's like fine, that's yeah. easy then. It's, bam. Yeah, that's
0: bam. That's the mercy I can give you. And then yeah. uh, Sandor gives his own version of mercy to somebody. Uh, yeah. And, stabbed and i think the most important cool thing in that scene was the idea that Arya did not besides her repeating back his words yeah. from earlier episodes the idea that uh she did not react in any way to the hound stabbing the guy right in the heart yeah. uh, no no moment of surprise or anything it was just that was what was happening She's, yeah uh-
1: <laughs> well and i think she recognized in that case too that it was a kind that of- was actually kind of a rare moment of of compassion from the hound. Oh yeah, um, because you know, really, to, he shared some of his water with the guy too before doing it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it, that's it's almost the opposite of his attitude about the silver that they stole a while back, which is they're going to be dead anyway. They don't need silver. Yeah. For for this, it could have been. Well, I'm going to stab the guy in the heart in a second. Why does he need my water? Yeah. But no, he did, and so I think that's part of what made it different um is she she recognized that there was some actual empathy going on there from the house right. yeah,
0: she's definitely used to uh used to being on the road and and what to do to survive. She's not really surprised by anything anymore, mm-hmm. which is important uh, and then of course, uh they get attacked by uh by Rorge, we learn uh, mm-hmm. from the book anyway. Mm-hmm. The, and then uh, we didn't. We he wasn't named, but you could pretty much tell that was Biter. That uh, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I, I was a little surprised. Um, I mean, you know, given that you know we hadn't seen them for a while, you know, to have them come back at all is a little surprising. But like, it, you know, it, just from the context of the books, they do more stuff than that in the books. So it, it's a little surprising to see them dispatched. So quickly um, in in the show. Not that I'm complaining, um, <laughs> but uh, just yeah, I w- that I was surprised both that it, you know, that they did it the way they did, and also that like, okay, I guess those guys are are gone now, so someone else will have to do what they were going to do later, or <laughs> it'll be different in some other way. We'll see.
0: Yes, and great lines there with the. Uh uh, the Hound saying, oh, was this guy on your list? And she's like, no, nah, didn't know his name. <laughs> like, what's your name, Rog? Stab. Yeah. <laughs>
1: awesome. it, well, the other thing we have to remember, too, is that the criteria for getting on Arya's list is, the, the bar is being lowered here. Technically, all this guy did was threaten her. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a pretty awful threat. But he didn't actually do anything to her, otherwise. So awful person. I'm not saying you know totally unjustified, but uh, yeah. So actually, uh, well, Novella says, "Would you agree that Arya stepped over a border this time? The first time Needle has killed in her hand. Um, it's not though. Um, I mean, she killed the guy who she stole. Killed the, she
0: killed Poliver.
1: Yeah, Polyver. Um She killed the kid." way back in season kind of one. Staples, yeah. um, She killed, well, so, and then I guess the, the other, the fray guy she killed was with the dagger, not with needle. But mm-hmm. she killed, she killed Oliver with needle. Still, I would agree that um, in this case, uh, she stepped over a border in that, like I was just saying, this guy hadn't actually done anything to her other than say mean things. So, um, like I said, she's kind of lowering the criteria required to be on the list. Yeah. 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 I think it just sounded badass.
2: Well, I think it was cool because it that scene showed that like she learned from the hound, like, okay, the heart's there, you do it, you're done, it's over real quick. That's where you that's where you do a quick kill. And mm-hmm. so she demonstrated that she learned that, but he also had demonstrated that he had learned about her enough that he knew the names were important. So it was important to her that this guy died because of what he said. Well, not died. I mean, he really was just offensive. Right? Isn't that what we you guys decided was that he hadn't actually done anything to her but threaten
1: her? Well, and Well, he, he and his buddy did just try to kill the hound. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. You know, aside from that. But sense, he was backing away. And the hound's say? on he the was list just like, like
2: He'd gone like submissive at that point, though. He, it looked well, like he was going to run away, if he yeah, could. Yeah, it was one
1: thing when it was him and Biter together yeah. trying to take out the Hound yeah. from sneak ambush. It's another thing. My buddy's already dead, and mm-hmm. now it's just me against the Hound, and yeah. he's looking right at me. Yeah, that's kind of a different setup. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I felt like it was cool that he also showed, anyways. You know, homage to Arya's need for the list yeah. and yeah. how much she focuses on it, because it's very clear that that's almost like a beacon of hope for her being able to cross those names off that list.
1: Or you know, if not hope, then something it's kind of like what he was saying the other episode about you know hate's as good as anything to keep you yeah. going exactly yeah
0: and getting uh getting the rest of, or the other scene out of the way, we had uh the scarred by fire story,
1: mm. uh,
0: yeah which hearing it from uh from the Hound's perspective was a little different and uh,
1: yeah the 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 sort of a reminder just of how it felt to him that, you know, not only this horrible thing happened, but that it was his brother that did it. And then the father lied to protect the brother, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: you know, and just, you know, making it, it, it made the story personal in a way that it hadn't been up to that point before. It was all just like, Oh, well, yeah, clearly um, uh, Gregor Cooley gain is a scary guy. And, and you know, a mean thing to do to his brother, but we didn't we didn't have that, that emotional hook in it yeah. the way it, we do now.
3: And that delivery, you know. I didn't steal it, I was just playing with it and
1: mm-hmm. that was
3: really powerful. Yeah.
0: And I don't know about you, Chooch, but that that I I would be a little uh more open to the the burning of that wound because that looked pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah,
4: that was gnarly. <laughs>
3: Well I was wondering why she did not just like you know heat up a sword and
1: or boiling you know, so. wine is the other thing that uh, but I guess yeah. they don't have wine, but uh, that's that's one of the standard Westeros treatments. But yeah. um the the uh, yeah the other thing just as far as it being a nasty bite, I mean so notoriously human bites are kind of nasty anyway, just right. in terms of microbes and so on. But the other thing is just to consider is like we have a guy who goes by her. <laughs> biting someone in the neck is his go-to attack probably not the best oral hygiene on this
0: guy. <laughs> probably not yeah yuck
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and when she was just pouring water on it it didn't quite uh do a whole lot so it was like oh yuck but hopefully sewing them up will be will be good <laughs> Uh, so how did how did anybody feel about uh, events in Essos in 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 Marine?
1: Mm. Uh, I thought there was some good stuff there, and I, I actually expected um, them to play the jealousy notes from Jorah a little harder than they did. Um, yeah, I thought they. Uh, but I thought it was a different, pretty different direction there. Just in terms of developing the relationships between. Um, between Daenerys and uh, Dario, and between Daenerys and Jorah, um, I really liked just the additional depth we got into both of those relationships this week, and just you know, just where are they now? Because obviously Jorah's been with Daenerys way since back beginning of of season one, um, but where are they now, given everything that's changed? Yeah. Um, and I liked that and I liked especially not only did she change her mind, but she also just made a point of telling him is like, you can tell other people you talked me into this because that is what happened. And I acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I well, really that was- liked that as well. Cause it was like, um, you know, it's for a couple episodes now. Pe- she's been purposely ignoring or just, you know, deciding to do her own thing instead of taking advice. And then, mm-hmm. uh, uh, she actually thought through it and and maybe she's learning to be a queen,
2: yeah, so well, she was yeah. able to please both men's egos,
0: please both men
2: totally I mean she, <laughs> totally well, I mean she did sexually with obviously Dario he was walking strutting around when he left in front of in front of Jora, and then you know when Jora left, he was strutting, and she only had to bang one of them that's pretty that's pretty good, I think uh, that's a he pretty
0: was, good she was. He was only strutting like that because he, he had gotten his way to go to Yunkai to have a fight.
2: And because she wow. said, you can. as Christiana said, you get credit for this. You get to tell but, um, him that I you change my mind.
0: I was making a joke about Dario, that <laughs> Dario was was happy, not because of the sex, because he gets to go fight now. That was, <laughs>
1: that was awesome. It
2: Can be both, I both, think. Both, really, um, totally. He gets to be a warrior, too. Win.
1: The scene with Dario fired a couple of uh, cross-circuits in my brain because the actor who plays Dario is also playing a notable secondary character on Orphan Black this season. And this episode of Orphan Black, although it was a different character, had a very similar setup where we have a powerful sort of regal blonde order a man to strip for the purposes (laughs) of (laughs) using him sexually. Podcast so, already, so there's you know, was just some overlap there that definitely crossed my mind. Um, I didn't make the connection. I didn't either. Did you guys wow. not realize that? Uh, yeah, so Kira's no. dad, Cal in Orphan Black, is the same actor as playing Dario. Wow. Okay. Um, Holy crap. Oh, wow. Mind blown. You guys
0: just had your minds blown. Okay,
2: you? but did you know that the actress from Orphan Black is in the beginning of the new Lonely Island <laughs> digital short that was on Saturday Night Live last night? Did you know that? <laughs> Bam! blew your mind. Uh,
4: it's only a second, but, no. she's
2: in the beginning of it. but the whole short, the digital short's fantastic, but she is at the beginning.
1: I'm sure if I knew what that was, my mind would be blown. I'm giving you credit there, but I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. Um, Andy Samberg was a cast member of Saturday Night Live, and he and two buddies of his formed The Lonely Island, and they're the ones that did all the digital shorts. I'm on a boat and all that stuff. No, wait, that was... The,
0: Dick in a Box. Is
2: Dick that- in a yeah. Box. Yeah, yeah, that's the better example. More, more people know that. Mother Anyways. Lover. He left and did his own show and he came back to host. And so they did another digital short last night and they did her, they had her in it and there was actually a game of Thrones reference too. So it was pretty good.
0: Oh, you're bringing it all full circle.
2: Find it what on YouTube. The Lonely finale, Island.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. We had, uh, yeah, yeah, all so the callbacks, all the callbacks, you know, hot, hot pie. Oh my God, pie. that was amazing. It was awesome.
2: Chris, you want to talk about hot pie.
1: Well, okay. So as soon as I could see you were excited, Brian and Pod were in the inn. I was like, oh, "Is it? Is it?" And then we see a hand just pouring wine, and we haven't heard a voice yet. It's like, "Oh my god, is it going to be?" And then it was. It was hot pie. Oh, and then they're literally eating pot pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so hot amazing. Pie. And then, of course, like <laughs> his whole role was simultaneously total fan service and also actually moves the plot forward. Yeah. yeah. Because um, the fact that I they were nice it. enough to not tell him, hey, go, go away, you're boring us with your talk yeah. about why." Um, the fact that even though they were kind of annoyed, they went ahead and they put up with it, yeah. showed him that they were nice, and that's the only reason that he reconsidered that's true. about Arya. That's a good and- point. And then we also just got him, you know, obsessing about pies and recipes and so on. Generally, we got to hear him say mm-hmm. winter hell again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rise of the wolf bread 2.0. And I mean, it like everything it was about the awesome. It was like, oh, we remember hot pie. I'm so glad he's
2: okay. He's still alive. You know, yeah. He's still alive. Yay. Somebody's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was so, awesome. Yes. So, um, How did everybody feel about the, or Chooch, I'll ask you specifically. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about Sansa having the balls to slap Robin (laughs) like that?
3: That was badass. That was was baller. (laughs) Um, And then immediately just like, oh, fuck.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah.
3: Um, I was, you know, it, it... Peter was exactly right. His mother should have done it a long time ago. Maybe not smacked him. Oh, yeah.
2: mm. you know. sure. I think he deserved a smack here,
1: too, here and there, I'm sure.
2: Boy needs to be straightened out.
1: <laughs> well, the, the only, like, so this is not a complaint per se, as much as I just, I wonder if, like, when he first knocked over the tower accidentally. Right. I thought she overreacted. Yeah, right now. We can certainly understand like this was I mean, this was a very emotional thing. She did not ask him to come and help. Right. The book did a better but, job. Well, but then also, like he said, let's give your Winterfell a moon door. And she said, OK. And then yep. he accidentally knocked yep. it over. And then she just stands up. Oh, you've ruined it. And I'm like, yeah. that was uncalled for. She yeah. overreacted. Now, I can sympathize that she's. Got a lot of emotional complexity built up in this thing, and it's hard, but I think she overreacted. So, honestly, I blame her for that argument. I don't blame him. He's he's awful, generally, but he was being pretty nice in this until she provoked it. And she knows that he's a little
2: kid that's being treated like he's an even younger kid. So, Mm -hmm. she knows that she's supposed to treat him with kid gloves, which is where I think I understand why they made the difference, I think. It moved it along faster, certainly. But the way they did it in the book, Chooch, was there was just this, you know, like that magical moment when she came out and there was snow and you're like, oh, my God, she's got nostalgia for home. And then the next scene, there's there's actually this pretty long stretch of pages where it describes her rebuilding each part of the of the whole castle grounds Mm -hmm. and like every little detail. And she's working on it by herself. And then Peter comes out and he's helping her. And then is that he the order her how to do a tunnel? Right. He, he shows her how to do a tunnel. And then Robin comes out and he just starts smashing it like Godzilla style. Oh, mm. fun. Smashy, smashy. That's what I was expecting. Right. When, when he first
3: showed up, I was like, wait, isn't it all burned down? Pew, 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 pew. Uh, You know,
2: you called mm. him up. Oh, here comes Destructo. <laughs> yeah, that was totally what you said. As soon as they showed him on screen, yeah. here comes Destructo. And it was, I was really surprised that they played it out because, you know, Peter helped her fix this thing and then Robin comes out and he's being a little shit and he stomps it. And then she, oh she starts crying and screaming and, you know, there's so much wrapped up in it. And then he ends up having an epileptic seizure. Yeah. And then they haul him off to go milk of the popium or whatever they do. And yeah, then, they seem to be not, not using that. In, they don't seem to be doing version. that. Yeah. They're just, they seem to be making him weak and that he replied replies relies so much on his mother you know he's such a mama's literal, literally literally well, how baby. could he not
1: though the way she <laughs> mm-hmm. treats him i mean yeah it's, yeah it's ridiculous yeah he, he is too young to have been able to resist himself away from that kind of mothering yeah. I think. that's true absolutely i agree with that for sure um one thing though um that this is i think just a, a point of interest about the book and i really don't think it's a spoiler of any kind because it's really all about past stuff. But mm-hmm. in the books, when we go all the way back to the House of Undying, we mm-hmm. talked about how in the books, uh, Danny had a series of um, visions when she was going through that sequence. Um, and we, we saw some really? visions in the show, but they were right. different. Right. One of the things she saw in that sequence was a castle in the snow being trampled by a giant. Wow. And a lot of people think that this sequence was kind of that and is that a big you know does, does that make this super meaningful or was mm-hmm. it for all we know when George wrote those original visions he was just going with things that sounded cool and then later <laughs> like, oh crap now I have to figure out what that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: and then uh Viv you're on mute if you are you're talking but no one can hear you
2: so about 10 minutes ago, Nettie said something router, router, something. I'll be back soon. She thinks that she'll still be able to join. I told her to just hop in mm-hmm. as soon as she can. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yep. we'll still see her.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, Nobilis in Q&A says Robin still looks like half a Joffrey. <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, yeah. Yeah. math's about right there,
2: I think. It's like his uh his... You know, wolf in sheep's clothing kind of a thing. His his sheep's clothing slipped a little more. He just looks inherently more twisted than Joffrey. I mean, Joffrey looked like a little angel. The perfect mm. little blonde-haired, blue-eyed angel. He turned out to be a little <laughs> shit like Chooch.
0: <laughs> Damn, Chooch. Oh, wow, I don't, think he, I don't think Chooch deserved that one.
2: Well, he doesn't have a colorful tongue tonight.
0: He just lashed oh, out yeah. like, 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 uh, like Sansa.
2: I did. <laughs> I <laughs> slapped his bitch face.
1: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> no. um, so also in Q&A, I don't remember what she was referring to when she originally posted it. But uh, Viola said Wyman, Wyman Manderley. Manderley.
0: Well, he and definitely anyone... would be a giant.
1: Uh, oh. Well, no, I think she posted that like
2: a while back. When we were talking uh, about uh, Orphan Black, I just assumed it was the name of the character on Orphan Black that he played.
0: No, why mm-hmm. he, the mandolins? He's a Game of Thrones
1: character? Oh. character, although oh, we haven't uh, we haven't met him in the oh. show. But he is a lord who's kind of best known amongst the populace for being really fat. Some yes. some people call him too fat to sit upon a horse.
2: Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or, <laughs> or, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, That's something right. like that.
1: Yeah. So, um, but actually, he he becomes a pretty fun character. Um, once he eventually yeah. shows up, or at least in the books.
0: Dance and Dragons, yeah. So hopefully we will get him at some point, which would be a lot of fun.
1: Oh, I can't Viola. imagine them not doing him. That oh, yeah, has got too much. Yeah. I was just going to
2: tell Viola, let us know what you wanted to say about him, because we yeah. totally, clearly missed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think we must have uh, brushed fa- too fast mm-hmm. by whatever we were saying when you posted
0: yeah. it. Uh, I do have to say... Uh, the last scene, well, before that, though, we had, um, we had the, the Peter kissing Sansa, uh, getting what, you know, everybody, everybody knew what he, uh, wanted for, for a long time now, but he, uh, yeah De considered her. he
1: was remarkably patient about it, you he know was I mean, patient He, he and, had plenty uh, of opportunity before now that he could have tried it he's yeah. a patient
2: oh, man we've learned this about him. He is patient. he will wait and wait and wait.
0: she seemed to time. be uh enjoying it for a while before yeah. pushing him away, which yeah. was uh, uh, I,
1: I wondered about that. I wonder because they did hold it for a little while, but then when she pulls away, she didn't act like oh my gosh, that was great, but we shouldn't. You We're know? yeah. like, what, a, what the hell? What the I, fuck? You know? I, I felt like the, it was maybe just the blocking. Like They had to hold it long enough for them to pull back a little and show us that Lysa was watching. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean,
0: I think... Uh, That's true. I think sort of like the scene before with the how she was reacting, that she's... she's- hmm overwhelmed by certain things so you well, know, this is her just first kiss too yeah yeah it's so. her first
2: kiss and she was just grieving for her home and her family being lost mm-hmm. and yeah it's just all kinds of craziness in that scene yeah. but i think they did i think they did a good job of 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 it because it show, it, it it does skip the epileptic seizure fits and all that kind of stuff but it, it i think we still see him frail enough for what his for the way he's represented in the book because they're mm-hmm. able to portray more visually.
1: Well, the other thing is too that I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I always got half the sense in the books that his seizures might not even necessarily be a, a significant medical condition so much as this kid is neurotic to the point of uh, psychosis half the time and they drug him the other half yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for all we know, the seizure is just something that he kind of he's doing to himself subconsciously whenever he does does a tantrum.
2: Yeah. Just to have to stop the conversation and move on kind of a thing. Uh, Take a nap.
0: (laughs) Then we have the scene where uh, discussion of more moon doors. Uh, Sansa thinks that she's there to give him a hard give her a hard time to uh, about slapping Robin. But, uh, yeah, it's more about the 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 kiss that she saw and uh, yeah, you get the feeling that Sansa's going over and I'm um, sitting here with Kim. She was uh, very much uh, worried for Sansa. And then uh, Peter comes in and it was just, it was very funny just the situation as we're watching it. Uh, he's like, uh, you know, he says, um, you know, I've only loved one woman in my life. And I was just like, and it ain't you, you crazy <laughs> bitch. And then he says, yeah. your sister. And he put in and pushes her. And then, and him was like, I don't believe he did that. <laughs> yeah. he says, I thought he was going to say, I've only loved one woman. And then not said anything and tried to fool her. And then yeah. you know, right. they'd talk for a while and he'd talk her off the ledge. Nope. I was like, yeah, buddy. Moon <laughs> North there for a reason. Wow. But yeah, yeah I mean, there's, they, they, you know. Uh, I thought they got away with speeding you know, they sped up at that, you know, part of the book. And like you're saying, there's there's more to it, but there really wasn't much reason to extend right.
4: mm-hmm. uh
0: oh. more scenes oh. of seeing her be crazy and hurtful and you know, build up to towards hmm. that. It
1: was And they skipped was, the mantle uh, player completely. Yeah, so we'll have to yep. see how they deal with the fallout. It's gonna be yeah. a little bit different. But then again, I mean when Sansa when Sansa came in and Lysa's just standing there staring down the open moon door. I mean, (laughs) that's already, you know, if Sansa was a little bit more astute, (laughs) she would have said, I'll stay over here. here I'm sure she was,
2: she was probably still thrown from the kiss, but she Mm. knows that she slapped Robin. Yeah. And the first thing Robin would do is run to mommy. So of course Mm. the next thing to happen is mommy goes to see what that little bitch did to her son. And, Peter's kissing her at that moment. So it was like, how stupid could you be to do it right there, right then, you know, when you know she'd be coming to find out why she did it. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it's one of those things that I want always kind of, did he lure Lysa to the moon door kind of a thing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that was the first question that even reading the book stuff, it's like like, uh, yeah. you know, did he kiss her knowing she was watching type yeah. thing? So that,
1: I suppose that's possible, but at least, To my mind, I feel like that is one of the rare times where Peter just basically finally said, okay, done with you now. (laughs) Yeah. No charade. Because it's it's kind of like, look, I have this whole plan, but you are not a mandatory component to it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little bit more trouble to deal with this without you, but you are making yourself enough trouble with you that like I have decided but, it ba- it balances yeah. back the other way. So off yeah. you go. And I don't um, think
2: he's ha- I don't think he's had a moment like that since Ned, mm-hmm. where he's actually been able to pull a knife and say "Fuck you, you're dying now." You know? Yeah, yeah. He didn't well, kill and, Ned and,
1: obviously, but you know what so I mean. He's so in love with how smart he is that he gets he gets so few opportunities to really gloat about it. You know? Um, yeah. And so the other thing is too. I thought was interesting is you know Sansa pushes him. Um, more for like why did you really kill Joffrey and he makes it all about oh well it was essentially revenge for Catelyn which I thought was really great because A probably at least partly true but B I think if anything it was only one factor but him making that a big point and not only a point that he acts like she had to pull out of him mm-hmm. was totally him starting to make his move on her
3: Oh, yeah and that smile, and, she, yeah.
1: She mm-hmm. and yeah. Worked. And little <laughs> did she know that smiling like that, he's like, oh, good. I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the lights are waving me.
0: in. no in the Q and a says, I actually wasn't sure who was going to go. I knew someone was going, but I really didn't know who. Well,
2: mm-hmm. I mean, in fairness, it, it did any. Go p g Christiana, for myself, I actually had a moment of I don't know who they're going to send through the moon door. they've thrown enough curveballs, but it was like well they but they can't kill you know it was like, would they could they would they you know yeah.
0: well I, you uh, know, I i think good, ahead, good ahead,
1: in the in the rational hindsight i you know I don't think it was possible they would have made a change that big, but I agree right. that the, the yeah. way the scene played out. It was easy to find yourself just so caught up in the moment yeah. that you really feel that that fear for Sansa, um, even if there's a back part in the back of your mind that knows that's surely not what's going to happen. Mm. I actually, thought they built the suspense beautifully. I
0: actually yeah, yeah. thought they might have changed. I thought they might have had Sansa push her off, like the mm. the way they had sort of turned things, and and they were sitting by the door. I thought maybe right. you know.
2: She was she, gonna. Snap.
0: She was, you know, Lysa was gonna do something with Baelish, and like they were both gonna be in yeah, danger no. or something, and Sansa gets in the middle of it and pushes her out or something yeah. like that. But
2: uh, I could see that because she was still emotional, you know, mm-hmm. from the whole thing and the kiss and confused and fuck you, bitch. Yeah.
1: That well, you know, or, they like, they uh, um, the way they've set it up, and we actually saw just a clip of this in the scenes from next time. There's the scene of her talking to presumably all the other lords of the Vale, um, and saying, "You know, Lord Balish has told a lot of lies, so I must tell the truth." But what we really know is she's got to be. She, it's it's her decision now. Like, who is she going to side with? She knows what really happened, but surely he would never get away with that if she told the truth. And mm-hmm.
0: so what happens? So to her, does her? she
1: choose? to protect him given everything she knows about him because she also has to know that if she betrays him, probably not going to go great for her either. So what does she do in that situation? He did just kill pretty much as far as she knows her only remaining family.
0: (laughs) Stay tuned for next week's episode (laughs) (laughs) to find out what happens to Mm -hmm. Sansa.
2: Well, I can actually right now tell you what's happening with our foreign correspondent Nutty, mm-hmm. who a minute ago just said I can't get this working. Oh, so nice. I suggested she email notes to you that we're just doing a general a general kind of a wow and repercussions kind of a thing and, and <laughs> she could send notes to you, P G. So uh, yeah. I don't she hasn't replied yet, so I don't know if she will or not.
0: But she, yes, she can she can uh...
2: But the, we're going to continue this
0: discussion yeah we're going to continue this discussion on
2: sunday yes,
0: yeah. so um anybody that uh, wow. is watching or watches this between now and Sunday night, uh you can send an email to b t w at specficmedia.com. uh We'll taking questions to uh, do during the live show Sunday night, <laughs> uh, and if you're going to be at Balticon, our Woo! live show is Woo! on Sunday, yeah. nine p.m. Yep. Uh, Just
2: think, guys! In seven days, exactly from now, we'll be in the bar going woohoo.
0: <laughs> seven days, uh, four days, one of the Thursday night? Well,
1: no, but it, exactly but a week. Sunday we'll to have, Sunday. Sunday to Sunday. Uh, Nobilis points out that oh, uh, Robin is Sansa's cousin, but I don't blame you for forgetting him. Uh, so he is right, of course. And then, yeah. of of course, I also did forget that technically John too, you know, is uh, yeah, you know, he's up at the wall, but technically he's still family, you know. So there's and
2: Bran, Rickon,
1: and Arya are all presumed well, to but, the rest of the world yeah, exactly. So, but um, but yeah, he also pointed out early earlier that um, Littlefinger is like the the uh, rule the the, uh, the guy in charge of Skullcrusher Mountain. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly. The Jonathan I quote, Hope that
1: you've song. enjoyed your stay yes. so far. <laughs> you just it's need to invest scarface. Uh, we
0: we we did mention briefly uh actually we it was that was before the uh, we started talking but we had Melisandra and Salise.
5: Uh, oh,
2: I didn't hear you guys uh, talking about
0: that. That was before you guys got on just mm-hmm we yeah. were yapping, but, um, right. so, uh, yeah, we got, you know, naked Melisandre, which is never a bad thing. And,
3: Consensual um,
0: boobs. I, I did like her. I mean, she can be honest and at times and just sort of, you know, make her point and you're like, you know, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, talking about the different, uh, potions and mm-hmm. things on her shelf that, uh, and the whole idea of, you know, you know, you can fool people. You can lie, and as long as you get them to the truth, yeah, eh, what's a little lie here and there? <laughs> so uh, yeah, and,
4: well, uh, yeah,
1: that's you know, but the the it, it, I so it's just fascinating that she would just go ahead and admit it's kind of like oh yeah, lots of the tricks you see with fire are just that they're tricks. It's not really the Lord of Light doing anything. It is, it is a lie, but nothing done in the name of the Lord of light can be seen as a sin. That sort Mm -hmm. of of whole thing. But the problem with that, taking that position is it just sets you up to say, but where do the lies stop? Yeah. Like, okay, so you're lying to them, but you're telling the truth to me.
3: Right. But here, look at these flames.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: you know, it's, it's, and if you really believe, you'll see something.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if you weren't scared for Shireen before, oh. <laughs> looking into the flames and saying, <laughs> the Lord of Light needs Need her.
2: her. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah,
0: so.
1: Well, I'm surprised that you know, she, she... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I'm I'm surprised she didn't simply put it too silly like, if we know your daughter is currently a heretic who would train her not to be if we leave her here.
2: Mm, that's
1: true. I, I thought that was the argument she was going to make, but she, she didn't. It was more, way more sinister than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, we know that Sully's will do anything for the, lo- for law, <laughs> but I mean, it, It was interesting to see how it did still kind of crack her a little bit to see how hot Melisandre is and, Mm -hmm. you know, having given permission. And then, like you said, telling herself, it's not a sense for the it's for the Lord of Light.
1: But it just go ahead. Uh, Sorry, I don't mean I didn't want to interrupt what what you were saying, but uh, I. I, I got the sense more in this episode than really I ever had before that I think. Celise, it's not that Solis would do anything for the Lord of Light. It's that she would do anything for Melisandra. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I feel like if Melisandra said, here, look, this is the deal. I know, you know, the Lord of Light, you know, these are the usual rules, but we're going to do this other thing this time. I think she would go along with it. She wouldn't even question that. Yeah. I think and, she's like- and, and, and. The way she was looking at Melisandre, I mean, there's some jealousy, but I wondered if there was something more too. Yeah, I mean, in the she way Caesar's like an him.
3: embodiment of, Lord of light. like,
1: yeah, maybe, but I like, I just, I, I definitely got the sense that it was really more. It, it, it's it's less the sincere religion because I, I feel like she probably has never actually had like what you know. A, a legit, full, real spiritual experience with this, other than just sort of the ritual of it, probably. And so, she, Mel, she's sort of envious of Melisandra for that. But I, like, I, I feel like she would do anything that Melisandre said, whether it made any sense with the previous versions of the Lord of Light's theology or not. Hmm. Hmm. That's, well, that's that's the impression I got this I, time. Anyway, I'll have to look uh, at that.
0: I. I I mean, just the way that she always has reacted to the fact that she knows that Stannis and Melisandre are together, and she's just like completely into it. As far as the idea that, well, this is what the Lord of Light wants. I'm so glad, you know, that, that the Lord of Light has brought you to us, and you're part of the, part of uh, what's going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, I agree that she's uh, whether it's love or just believe she would do anything that that she says
1: well the other thing there just you know we we ought to keep in mind is that just given the nature of Salisa's personality we can believe that even if she didn't really feel that way she knows well I want to be a true believer, and this is what a true believer would say. And if she's feeling any real jealousy, she would basically be chastising herself Mm -hmm. for feeling that way and pretending that she didn't feel that way. So I don't know that we can rule out the idea that she actually does have some real jealousy there and she's just trying to repress it because she knows that that's not what a true believer would feel like.
0: Well, the only other note that I had was just the, uh, we, we mentioned Jamie and Tyrion scene, just how good it was. But, uh, the, the one bit where Tyrion is like, you know, Oh, Oh, stop it. You were the golden son, You know, you can do anything. You can fuck your own sister. And he's just oh. like, careful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the last friend you got. <laughs> don't go there. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he keeps going there, he just says, don't go there. <laughs>
2: You know, the I, I only had one note, and that was that um, that scene that we talked about with Arya and the Hound um, reminded me of Natalie Portman's character in the movie The Professional, mm. where she's learning, like, the finer points of killing, mm. so to speak, or whatever, you know, the, the thing that she, the evolution that she goes through in The Professional is similar, I think, to what is picking up from The Hound. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, any other any other comments or things you wanted to bring up there, Chooch? Not I. It was, it was great.
2: Trying to think of all the scenes we had: Jamie and Tyrion, we had Tyrion and Bronn, we had Tyrion and Oberyn, and we had the and Melisandre, Pod and Brienne. Are we forgetting anybody? Jon at the wall.
0: Oh, we. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I had that here, and then I forgot about it. Yeah, so. Um, we had uh seen when they come back and uh our friend Sir are not not having much uh sympathy or enjoyment. <laughs> He's just God, like damn get that animal in a cage and you uh, know, uh then the the council meeting or whatever they call that there where uh, they're talking about the impending attack and uh John has a suggestion with the sheer number of people, you know, mm-hmm. plugging up the tunnel and, uh, and doing that would, uh, buy them time in any case, uh, prevent them one way of, uh, of getting through. So, uh, um, but, uh, the builder, the leader of the builders doesn't have, uh, doesn't have the balls to agree with him, although you could see yeah. that he pretty much yeah. did agree with him. Uh, I,
1: I thought they uh, they they showed that really well. You can see the seeds of a lot of the other Night's Watchmen really starting to um, feel like, you know, I know he's the one that our ostensible leader says is a traitor and a half a wildling and doesn't know what he's talking about and just a steward, but... He kind of seems like the only one around here who actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think they're showing that really well. I like that. Yeah.
4: Agreed.
0: Yeah, Nobilis says, "Are we doing ratings tonight?" Uh we'll probably save ratings for for Sunday. <gasps> our Sunday show. Uh <laughs> But uh, uh Nobil- Nobilis's rating is 8 out of 10 needles through the heart, so, which is a yeah. great a great rating. Yeah. And you stole I mean, stole one that maybe one of us might have used.
2: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, maybe, us. maybe we should have people. Okay, hold them. We know they're funny. Hold them until we give ours because mm. you guys put so much thought into it. I'm always like, um.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I didn't have one yet, except the only one that I came up with is awful and horrible, and I'm not going to use it. I'm going to come up with something <laughs> Because it's it's dark, and so everyone should just trust me that it's dark. Yeah, I'm going to draw the line on that one. That one's unnecessary. Now I want to know what it
0: is on Sunday at the
2: live show. We'll find out. Even if we don't find out at at the live show, we'll find out after the live show. I'm genuinely
1: not (laughs) trying to tease here. It was more really just kind of like... You know, it's like, well, what could it be? It could, could be, the, oh, no, no, never yeah. mind, never yeah. mind. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Reverse, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> mm.
0: Uh, yeah, but that was that was. I think all that happened at the wall. Uh, uh, we had Sam grabbing grabbing John by the arm to make sure that he didn't get himself in trouble with Alistair.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, told uh, him to lock up ghost.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was
1: surprised he didn't challenge him on that. Actually, I was expecting him to actually just go ahead and and say neither of those. You know, it's like he said, "Lock him up, or I'll put him in the stew." And I thought John would say like neither of those things is going to happen. But I guess yeah. he's, he still recognizes he cannot just openly defy Thorne's authority mm-hmm. right now. Right. It's like that's yeah. it's, all that would do is get him locked up and probably ghost killed.
0: Yeah, and I think he's uh, unlike uh, Danny. He at least understands that uh, Ghost can do things if he's not supervised. That may not fall into. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's Acceptable. not completely tamed. Yeah. Danny has really no control over her dragons. It seems like.
4: Yeah.
0: So. Mm-hmm. So putting putting uh, Ghost in uh, somewhere safe is is not such a bad idea. Uh, responding to the stew comment wasn't very, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Would have been uh, in place, but. Well.
2: Well, um... I could give a rating for, just because it's like off the cuff right after the episode and it's how I usually am right after. I give it like squee out of 10 stars. It's just, (laughs) I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, you know. Okay. A real rating will come when I have to rewatch it and take notes and stuff. I thought it was, I thought it was
1: really well done though. Yep. Very good. Okay. Nabila says, I think Jon Snow is holding fire, holding on to his political influence. And I, I think that's, that's right. It's basically just like at this point right now, his only concern is there is a huge army that is going to come and kill us and then overrun the countryside. We need to stop that from happening. Yeah. I don't want to lock no, or ghost out, but that's for me. That is yeah. small potatoes compared to what we're really dealing with. So need to not blow this up for something that's just for me. Yeah. Right.
0: Big picture. Yep. So again, uh, if you're going to Balticon, we will be doing our live show Sunday night at nine PM. Luckily there is no uh no Game of Thrones next week. We got a week mm-hmm. Off they do that every year just for us no. yeah actually they don't because uh, we had that the Water first one yeah,
2: yeah it's lined up the for the first time this year I think yeah
0: um but yeah, we'll be there and we'll get the uh we'll do we'll do audio at least of that uh mm-hmm. don't think we'll be doing yeah we won't be doing video for that but we'll have an audio version of the of the live show out in the feed as soon as uh as soon as we can after we get back so um, so our next live or our next hangout will be uh, the Wednesday after the, the show morning. on the 30th. So um, yeah. So beginning of June. So
4: mm-hmm.
0: we'll have a little break from our, from our shows here, but thanks for stopping, uh, stopping by uh, our two, two viewers out there who were posting questions in the Q and A. Thank you very much. And uh Again, anybody that wants to send in questions for our live show, please do. And uh, we'll see you next time on Beyond the Wall. Bye, everybody.
5: If you'd like to send feedback to Beyond the Wall, you can email us at btw at specficmedia.com. That's btw at specficmedia.com. Or you could send us a voicemail at 704. 704- or you can comment on the web go to specficmedia.com and there you'll find a shiny little button to click on that'll take you right to our page this podcast is released under a creative commons attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 unported license feel free to share and remix just give us credit and don't charge money for it